Welcome back to the EV Diaries. Uh, this is your place, your home for EVs in rural America. And, um, you know, uh, as many of you might have noticed, we, we skipped last week. Well, uh, we are busy from time to time. We, we, we are, and we, we have to uh, schedule this, this thing in. And, and I know between family and professional work, it just sometimes the, the stars don't align. And, right. and last week was one of those. Um, and sometimes like, you know, the Rappahannock, <laughs> um, series, we did four episodes. Yeah. And so that was four weeks content. We had, you know, an hour long, well, I guess it's close to two hour long it conversation. It was long. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so we, 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 we try to get everything done and it's just, um, there's just been a lot going on. So, uh, so we apologize for that now. We're going to shift gears today. We've been talking about the F-150, and we could talk about the F-150 today, but we're not going to. <laughs> we're not going to. Yeah. Um, we are going to, um, hopefully without getting too political, we're going to discuss an article that was brought to our attention um, a week or two, uh, excuse me, <laughs> a week or two ago. Right. All right, Brent, you want to kick us off there? Yeah, basically, uh, you know, it is election season. So what you have a lot of times are politicians looking for um, issues that, that are wedge issues that they know are going to kind of drum up support, whether they have tons of facts and validity in, in them. They mm -hmm. use certain words mm -hmm. a lot of times. And EVs is, is actually a word that they use. And, and you know, it's sad um, because electric vehicles should not be a political hot right. button. Yeah. No, but th this is the exact direction um, that this particular politician is going because he's running for office, um, and he he squarely states that the other side is doing X, Y, and Z from a, um environmental standpoint. And they're all working in concert together to basically put a strain on the American people from a, from a, from multiple standpoints, from infrastructure to no more driving your gasoline cars, you know, the whole ball of wax that push people in that direction. And, you know, to be fair, there is a large part of the American population that, um, well, and we've discussed it that are not on board with environmental concerns yeah, right? because, um, and we can get into that, but a lot of it has to do with, with who's doing the reports. Mm -hmm. And of course we've got a large population. that's either going to believe what CNN tells right, them right. or Fox news. Right. Right. And you know, if Tucker Carlson yeah, and Tucker Carlson is entertaining. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, but you know, yeah. But you have to, anything that comes out of that man's mouth, yeah. you've got to take right. with a grain of salt. Yes. Uh, sometimes he's right. Sometimes he's That's right. really not right. No, no yeah. No. But um, but there there are people that, you know, take what he says as mm -hmm. gospel. Right. And I think that's one of the problems I have, because I would be the first to tell you that if you listen to this podcast and you're looking for information, and really what I also hope is experiences, especially that Ben has had at this point, if and when I get an EV, I'll have some of those same experiences. But you still kind of have to take that with a grain of salt too, right? Like some of our 
some of our opinions are just that they're they're opinions and we're encouraging you basically to do the work on your own don't just believe 100 percent of what we say yeah and, and i'm you know i don't want to state everything every, everything i say i don't want to state as fact okay right um this has been my experience yeah the calculations that we make on the show are my calculations right and uh I hate to disappoint anybody. I am human. <laughs> um, I, I have been known to make a mistake or two, but uh, yeah. there's a couple of those I was wrong about. Just a couple, though. Just, um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's a new, new feature. He just, oh, he's just he's throwing these new features at me all the time. Okay. Know. Anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> never do that again. <laughs> um, anyway... Um, this is my experience, and I right. mean it's it's like the disclaimer on a uh, on a weight loss drug or yeah. in any pharmaceutical at this point. Your experience may vary, mm-hmm. and I'm just telling you what I'm going through, and what is supported by my experience has been supported by what I've read, what I've watched, what I've heard, mm-hmm. and the the whole intent. And I realize that that we're we're about to talk politics, yeah, and and. We're trying not to talk politics exactly. when we're talking about politics, but there there are some perceptions mm-hmm. that we we have to address here. Yeah, and our our whole thing is to just educate. I mean, yeah. that's 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 all we want to do. Right. We want to encourage anyone that would listen that is considering an EV, especially in in small town America. Yeah. Do your research. Figure out where where you're going to charge. How you're going to charge. Figure out if you need to upgrade your house. Right. Um, all of these things. And and don't get scared. Th- these are why these articles bother me. They 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 can back you into a corner where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this is happening. I, this is not right. And then you're in a rabbit hole, basically. Surely to goodness, you're not telling me that a political party <laughs> would use fear mongering. <laughs> To push their agenda. Yes. No. Not never. Well. Okay. So. So. Give us the the whereases and what fors, and and I'll try not to interrupt too much because, okay. like you said, this is obviously slanted. Yes. It's a political move. Right. And um, I'll just tell you right now that uh, I'm over all the the, for lack of a better term, the bullshit's going on. Yeah. Uh, well, so politically, exactly. So the what the basis question I want to get to at the end of this kind of and answering and, and having your opinion on is um, does any of the does any of these changes that this particular politician is highlighting as negative does is it really going to make a difference? So so what's happening is uh, he's campaigning kind of on. Uh, the EPA's push to ramp up standards for basically going full EV um, across the nation, and that impacts a lot of businesses, right? It's it's all the vehicle manufacturers, it's all the suppliers that supply the vehicle manufacturers, it's the gasoline, the oil industries. All those industries are affected, and the EPA, um, because... The side that the president is on is very much um, aware and pushing for higher environmental standards to 
you know, counteract climate change. All right. And so their agenda on the one side is to push that as fast as possible. And EVs is the likely candidate to help that. Right. So that that's factual. On on the other side, what the argument that this guy's making is if the if these policies go into effect, it's the end of time, basically. Right. So what does that mean for our co-ops that we work for? Can we handle that demand? Um, do you're you're not going to have any fun anymore because you can't have your you know V8 5.0 Mustang that's going away. They're going to come and take all the gasoline vehicles and dump them in the ocean. That that's the trend of this article. And what I'm saying, if you, you look at things, can't do that because that would not be environmentally sound. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is you've got a guy like Elon Musk who's who's come along and done. EVs well can, can he do them better yes absolutely and he will um all these other car manufacturers have fallen in line with that so does any of this matter at all that's my thing and that's the the viewpoint i look at it from well you know here here's the the confusing thing about about evs in general okay from an environmental standpoint a, there's nothing that comes out of the tailpipe because there's no tailpipe, so there's no greenhouse gases. Right. But then again, you look at the battery manufacturing. Yeah. You look at mining cobalt out of the earth. Right. And you'll have people in reports saying, well, these are the the process is dirtier than, than driving a car. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, um, we're not going to speak ill of the dead, but Rush Limbaugh, back in, golly, back when Tesla first hit the market, yeah. when, when he was still mm -hmm. alive, mm -hmm. you know, would talk about how, you know, of course he was, he uh, liked his technology. Yeah. And his oxycodone. Right. But uh, <laughs> not going to speak ill of the dead, I'm, uh, you know. I've, I've I've listened to Rush just like Tucker Carlson. Well, yeah, was entertaining. Yes, but you know, uh, sometimes he was right, mm -hmm. sometimes he was not right. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, uh, we're moving on. Yes, um, but I mean, I've read some of these reports. I've looked at the data. Yeah, and the question really becomes: Is this report counteracts this report? Yep. This group of scientists. You know, yep. they drop names and it's like, yep. okay, I don't know this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, would I sit and have a drink with him? Yeah. And this group of scientists, they publish this report yeah. that are polar opposites. And right. the question is, okay, so which one's right? What do I make of this? Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, it's, it's sort of like cholesterol. Look mm -hmm. at all the, you know, doctor doesn't want to eat bacon. Yeah. And then you go to Europe and... Right. And, you know, they consume all sorts of fatty meats and cheeses. Yeah. And their heart disease is much lower. Right. Huh. Because they don't have as much high fructose corn syrup right. in there. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, uh, but who do you want to believe? Yeah. And the problem comes down to, and this is the problem with the universe in general. Right. It comes down to who paid for what. No, exactly. At the end of the day, for sure. It comes down to who paid for what. So... If I am the oil industry, and I'm not a co uh, accusing the oil industry of doing this, yeah. but if I am the oil industry and I really don't want EVs to come to market, mm -hmm. guess what? 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go commission somebody, mm-hmm. and I might be three layers removed for this, so you can't trace it back to me very easily. Yep. Uh, the uh, the uh, organization for the administration of the yeah. environmental concern of cobalt mining yeah. came out with this report, right. and it says that, uh, you know, driving an EV is dirtier than driving a, yeah. a, a gas-powered car. But so my problem with all of this is it's and I'm not using the right terminology, but this is the way I would convey it. It's all about getting to make people feel like something is true. Exactly. Like it's so you can use key words like that is, that's done in this article that get people to feel a certain way that this has this has got to be the way that it is because they're using, you know, key words. Well, I mean, it's trickery, kind of. You know what I'm saying? And it works on everybody. We're all being gaslit, right? Yes. I mean, if if realistically, because you know, there there's a there's a lot of things, and I think this is a lot of people are this way. There are things that I'm very interested in. Yeah. Okay. The things I'm not interested in that are pertinent, I'm looking for somebody else to to tell me. Yeah. Right. And that's. That's the problem with me is I don't take anything anybody says mm-hmm. without doing my own research. No, so, yes. So so there's a lot of things that are going on in this world I don't have an opinion on. Right. Because I haven't done the due diligence yeah. to form an opinion. And even should you have, I mean, why have an opinion on everything? It's okay to be like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the thing is, um, and I'm not picking on Tucker, too many people Tucker Carlson gives them their opinion. For sure. Okay. It's you're, like that a lot. You're your um, pastor in your church. Yes. Gives you your opinion. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, did, did you read it for yourself? Did you formulate your right. own? You know? Right. Um, there's, I mean, and like I said, not trying not to get political, but you look at look, some of the, the quote-unquote hate speech. Yeah that comes out of the church against certain demographics. Right. And, but nowhere in the Bible did Jesus ever say that's the right. way we're supposed to, be, right. to behave. Yeah. Actually, it says polar opposite. Yeah, I know. But, oh, so now we've already crossed poli- <laughs> politics into <laughs> religion. But You have you, to rename the podcast. Yeah, I know it. Um, <laughs> but, if, but if you, I mean... Folks, I'm sorry. This this is just crap that aggravates. I'm mm-hmm. living daylights out of me. Yep. Um, and I shouldn't give it that much energy, but it does. Well, I, I I hate to see I hate to see anybody, any group, anything marginalized mm-hmm. because somebody else told me what to think. Because yeah. because if you get these people uh, that say some of these things and you you question them on it one on one, yeah. They can't support their argument, right? And no, you know, and that's that's part of the problem with especially this issue is because there's a lot of feelings attached to it, and and it's just like a lot of the other major issues that you, that we've not mentioned, but are along those same lines of what you're talking about. It's like even the gun issue; it's the same thing. Right. There's a there's an emotional attachment to your gasoline car, just like there is your nine millimeter. The, you know, the emotional attachment is I mean that's that's what makes it relative to you mm-hmm. facts about EVs okay they use electricity that right. is generated here right okay 
Yeah. But but this article says that this is going to tie us more to China. Now, how, how could we become any more tied to China than we are right now? Right. We're in a global economy. They have a lot of industrial cheap labor over there. We like capitalism over here. So guess what they're going to do? That That's how the system is set up, right? Right yeah, now. It's, I mean, it's, it's completely global. Yeah. And, and, and you're and not you, going away from it ever. You've got, um, a segment of the population in America that by American made only. Right. I mean, and, and that's a big push. Good. And, and Good I, for them. That's get, fine. I get that. Yeah. But, um, golly, the, day of isolationism you can't do that i mean no you can't it's impossible we we are past that yep um unless we just start from the ground up but we don't have those rare earth minerals at least wise if we do we're not willing to dig for them yes and we're not not even willing to dig for our own oil no no and 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 so i think part part of that is too or part of what's going on actually may be helping keep us out of world wars for the last well, 60 or 70 years because it's like all right we're, it's cooperation okay so yeah we i am for buying as much american-made stuff as you can um but when you buy stuff from china there's a whole long chain of jobs that exactly. are united states jobs that happen to get that thing from china here and to the market right. that you wipe out if you just cut china off yeah like there's not this magic bullet and that's what bothers me about articles like this evs is not come they're not coming to save the environment no are they a piece of it yeah maybe we could have a healthier environment if if we could convert to this and do it well um but it's not a magic bullet just like cutting off china or only buying american made would be a magic bullet well and this comes back to a lot of the problems is a lot of people are wanting somebody else to save them. No, I agree. Yeah, and or to and tell them what to do. They they the, don't want to do right. The, the environmental cavalry is yeah. not coming. <laughs> right. yeah. If you if you want to t- save the environment, yeah, you've got to do it yourself. Yeah. Okay. Right. And you know you can be you can be a an evangelist yeah. for saving the environment. We're being an evangelist for EV adoption. Right. But the the point i'm trying to make is you have got to make your own decisions because the government yeah the new world order whatever right you know they can mandate stuff but when you mandate yeah right know, uh so so Th- there's a good example i just thought of cuz it did change my behavior for the good and it's it's saving the environment one little thing at a time if you go to other states kentucky i can go to the supermarket and i can let them pack my groceries in one item one bag for nothing there's no fee on that i can get as many plastic bags as i want to get at the grocery store but you go to some of these other states and they'll ask you do you want a bag or not because it's taxed so it, it drives up your grocery bill and i thought when we've traveled some i thought hmm that's interesting you know they feel like the plastic is such a bad problem. And then you can read some articles and you can see some pictures that it is. So now when I come down here, I have self-selected to use as few grocery bags as I possibly can. Right. Because who needs, I mean, you can look at a plastic bag and see that it's not going anywhere for a long, long time if it gets put in the ground or in the water. Right. 
And so I I did do that. But other people go the other way and say, well, the government's telling me what to do. They're telling me I can have my own plastic bag or as many as I want. And yeah. they go down that other path. Yeah, yeah. You know so, what I'm saying? So don't don't tell me what to do. Right. And which is where this article is going. That's what's happening. They're telling you what to do. All right. So let's get back to get back to the article and some of the specifics in there because he uh, he makes some some interesting statements. Yeah. And it is clear. It's just like I'm taking this stance because it's opposite the stance you're taking. Right. And there again, I have a big big problem with that right you know nobody no nobody's for anything they're just against that's right right well well the first part of it um like i was saying ties to to manufacturing in other countries and it specifically references the democratic republic of congo and china and it says that we're putting america's energy security and independence at risk um, because we're only going to be able to get these components from abroad. Well, and and the the truth in that statement is we can only get these components from abroad mm-hmm. um, for now. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I I don't know if they're. Um, I'm pretty sure that that Canada's got resources. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think at one point I might have bought like three dollars in stock in some. Yeah. It was lithium. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, the the thing is, okay, this is a true statement in that we can't get components here, yes, right? And that's because we don't have the manufacturing set up for here, right? We may not have the raw materials, um, but that doesn't always have to be a true statement because, you know, maybe the raw materials is part of that but this was a blanket saying that we can't get the components right. from abroad right um the the thing about that is um if we could would we do it right okay but instead of saying we we can't do this uh we're not set up to do this now we're just going to issue a blanket statement evs are bad right and right why are they bad because Everything comes from China. Exactly. Here, here's the thing, if and that's the spin in the article. Yeah, and if if here's the thing, if China wanted to absolutely destroy America, their economy, okay, mm-hmm. all they have to do is stop shipping stuff to us. It's what what Walmart shelves would be empty. Yes. Tomorrow. Right. Yes. Which, so okay, so that's a boogeyman, a straw man. It's, you know, there's all kinds of words for it. Yeah, it's a it's a boogeyman. I I I'll give you that. But but it's but it's like um, there is still, and this is what hooks people. There's still some truth in that from the perspective of yes, you don't want to rely on all other con- countries for everything, but that's not how the global economy is working. Yeah, right. And, and, and we we are. Um, that's that's the problem with America, and I've probably said it before. I say it all the time. Yeah, we are ninety nine point nine percent consumption. Yes, yes. I mean, manufacturing, all of that left. Yeah, it's we're service economy too. Yeah, mainly. Yeah, now. So, if you if you think about um, think about that. W- you know, we're we're dependent on China for for all those these goods. Yes. Trouble is, okay, if we stopped buying all these goods tomorrow, yeah, 
what would happen to China's economy. Exactly. And, the, and for, for, if we just did that for like a day or two, it but, wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't take long. But, but you, you know why that will never happen? Uh, yeah. Because we like our convenience yeah. too well. Yeah. We, we want to be able to go to Walmart, spend $400 on a 78-inch TV. Right. And take it home, and when when it dies a year later, go back to Walmart, spend another seven hundred dollars on a bigger TV. If if you told everybody, and I love to use Nike as an example of this, because mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of the stuff, well, it's probably all comes from China as far as the materials that they use to make the shoes, right? Yep. Some somewhere in Southeast Asia, yes, anyway. they do that. So, and Nikes, if you go, I've got kids that's thirteen and fourteen, they're hundred hundred fifty bucks, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I'm used to that. But you move all that production and labor force here, then they're $350. That's true. I'm not like, that would make me mad. This is ridiculous. I heard my mom say this the other day about the price of, uh, what was she talking about? The price of, uh, oh, Pepsi. It's like 8 bucks up for 12 It used to be 4 Yeah. It's doubled. Yeah. And, and you'll hear Americans say this. Well, this is ridiculous. Well, these companies, for the most part, number one, they're going to make their profit margin, mm-hmm. and they shift the price to maintain that profit margin. That's all it is. So it's not that they're gouging, right? Right. They've had forces that have pushed them into elevating prices to maintain the profit margin. And and here's here's the problem with this too. And everybody blames it on inflation. Mm-hmm. You know that's that. Those prices are up there now. Right. And, and they're not going to go down. No. I, I remember um, when gasoline went to, you know, like buck 29 a gallon. Yeah. And it's like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But then we saw in 2008 it creep up to, mm-hmm. you know, $4 yeah. around here, 6 yes. 7 $8 elsewhere. Right. And, and like I said, or like you said, uh, you understand that. We complain about gas prices that are ridiculously low in the global scheme of things. We do, yes. But okay, so what's gas now? Three. It's three eleven. Three eleven is what I got it for yesterday. Okay, so at three dollar, guess what? You know when when it went to a buck twenty nine a gallon, um, you know everybody's like, oh my gosh, yeah. well it's just inflation. Yeah, it'll, it'll go back down. Right. It's not going to make down. Uh, $3 a gallon gas is here forever. Yeah. Well, it's not here forever because 10 years from now, yep. you're going to talk about the good old days when gas was $3 a gallon. Yep. You know, back in my day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember, I remember, you know, I had a little geo tracker. Yeah. And I could fill that thing up empty to full for like 12 bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fifteen bucks. Gas getting to and from in the United States was so inexpensive that it was an afterthought. Like you didn't even really have to budget for gas. No. Now you better probably budget a little bit, especially if you're planning on a long trip, like I've went on in the last couple of months. Right. Like I had to factor in roughly say two hundred and fifty to three hundred extra dollars in just moving from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. and you didn't used to have to really do that. Uh, or at least you didn't worry about it. It wasn't one of the major expenses um, in that. But, like, my parents used to always tell me to think. 
and and that's kind of what we're doing here is read an article like i i will read the most conservative um of articles and i'll read the most liberal of articles Mm -hmm. and then i just use my brain i'm like okay i see what they're doing here and i feel like a lot of times there's certain issues where the thinking button gets turned off it's like i'm not going to do that anymore i'm just on team a and exactly and and we get back to where um you know like i said tucker gave me my opinion Right. You know, Anderson yeah. Cooper gave me my opinion. Yep. But people don't want to admit that. Right. No, they don't want to they, admit the, that. The, oh, no, no. I've done my own research. That's yeah. what they'll say. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and it's just like um, you're either for or against. Look at Budweiser. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just recently they, they did the uh, mm-hmm. Dylan. Dylan. I can't remember the person. Dylan, Dylan somebody. Yeah. Influencer on TikTok. Yeah. Transgendered. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they decided that, which is really crazy. Think about the Bud Light demographic. No, I know. And like uh, there again, did they, how, did, how much did thought did they actually put well, in this? But, um, I've, I've listened to some of the interviews of the, the lady that was over the marketing yeah, campaign. Yeah. I, I don't know if she still works there, but she, yeah. she, she said she was trying to get away from that, that frat boy mm-hmm. image for Bud Light. And I'm just like, People that drink Bud Light want cheap beer. Yeah, they right. And um, it's not even really a frat boy image like no, that Budweiser it, has. It, it's it's NASCAR. It's, it's NASCAR redneck. It's it, it's people from where we're from. So, like that's I, what it is. And I mean, so a they didn't understand their demographic. No, and or they're trying to change. Yes, you know if they if they wanted catered to this other population, yeah. Heiser Bush needs to come out with a different. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, there's a smarter way to do it they, for sure. They own several brands. Yeah, and they should have just launched another division. Yeah, um, but I mean, the you've got such a backlash, and it's not necessarily because of um, you know I don't ha- I don't have a problem with change. Gendered people, right? Uh, it, not, pr- not, not really. Not, ultimately, most people probably don't. Pro- probably don't. Probably they're they're, not. they're probably like go live your own life. That, probably, yeah. But Fox News went on a right. rampage. So right. next thing I know, oh wait, here I need to formulate an opinion on here, this. Here's here's Kid Rock. Here's here's yeah, this. Right. Well, I I agree with some of the things they say, so I have to agree with this too. Right. So Fox News gave me my opinion. Right, right. Hey, guess what? Fox News doesn't like EVs. Yeah. Well. So and and so in this in this and or- I don't know how many conversations I've had with people. Yeah. Well, Fox News. If you start a sentence with, I with know. Fox News, right? Or if I saw on CNN or yes. MSNBC, no, I'm just like, yes, I'm the same way. Like I don't. I had a guy tell me one time I had CNN on somewhere. Just had I, I just had it on for noise. I, I I don't know why. It's not was working. I wasn't even paying attention. He's like, that's that's fake news. And I was like, oh really? Like I didn't. I wasn't even. I was like, okay, wait a minute. I wasn't in the world. I was concentrating on something. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, oh really? Is that right? And he said, yeah, that's that's fake news. And I said something like, well, how do you know that? And he said, well. Something like, well, where do you get your news from? And I was like, well, I don't get it from cable news. I read. And mm-hmm. he was just, just taken aback. Like, well, how could you not? 
watch one of the big three, let's say, oh, and get all your information from that. I'm like, well, no, I mean, they're obviously going to be slanted, every one of them. Mm -hmm. And I would like to listen to some of the stuff they say and then read a bunch of other stuff maybe on the topic if I care about it enough. You right. know, right. Even yeah. if I care about it enough. There, there again, it comes back to is this pertinent to me? Mm -hmm. And if it's not pertinent to me, don't ask me if I have an opinion because I don't. Right. Because well, I have a, I have an initial gut reaction, maybe. Yes. And and here's here's some. Gosh, I love conversations like this. Your initial gut reaction. Um, there's two schools of thought. One of them is yes, that's like usually right, and I tend to. I tended to agree with that until I read and watched some stuff from Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I love. I think he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. He said one of the most unreliable pieces of evidence in a court case is eyewitness testimony because our brains don't work correctly when it comes to remembering specific details about the past. There's gaps all over the place, and... It's very unreliable. Well, that is counterintuitive. It feels to me like if I see it happen, I could repeat back to you exactly what happened. But that's not true. And so that kind of has always, you know, fascinated me about intuition. Right. Like we intuited that the world was flat, if that's even a word. I may have said it wrong. The world wasn't flat, but it sure looks that way, right? Like if, if your it gut does. feeling, if you're walking around, is like, okay, this thing's flat. It's not. It's round. You know, yep. and, and the more you investigate stuff, the more you learn that your initial reactions a lot of times are wrong and you have to put some thought into it. And so that leads me to this. This says um, somebody said new guidelines are problematic as they set greenhouse uh, emission limits for 2027 through 2032 with much stricter um, goals than the plan the auto industry ag agreed to in 2021. That sounds to me like somebody that's kind of in a roundabout way trying to say, but by 2027, you're not going to be able to drive gas-powered vehicles, so hang on to your hat. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we know that you don't listen to hear my tirades of what's wrong with the world, or then on the other hand, maybe you enjoy it. Either way, we're breaking here, and the plan is to release an alternative episode in addition to the rest of my rant. We'll get back on point next week. Hopefully.